This week on Big Eyes, we give our first impressions on super smartphones. We talk about My Hero Vigilantes coming to an end and some interesting choices in this week's power rankings. So stay tuned on episode 111. Let's get it. The Big Eyes Podcast. All new Big Eyes, episode 111. We're here to bring you the latest and greatest in Shonen Jump. As always, it is ADLJ back at it again. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, bro? Hey, man. We're we're happy to be back. Sorry for missing last week. Yeah. Had some technical difficulties with that one. But you know what? We're, we're back. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too long. You have to miss our voices uh, uh, too crazy. Yeah. Last week was a good week, though. Yeah. yeah. We still got the power rankings list, so it's not like we didn't read. Yeah. So... Uh, but nah, man, happy to be back for another week. This week was a banger, too. Sheesh. This week was crazy. Man, everything was good. Just about everything was hitting, man. I'm not going to hold you. I almost extended the power rankings <laughs> list to 10. <laughs> almost. But I know that we're not getting 10 consistently good chapters each week. Nah. I think we can get eight. We can for sure get eight good chapters a week. Man. 10. We might be a little bit pushing it. We might be throwing some consolation prizes for them last yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the participant <laughs> awards. Nine and ten is participation awards. But Just thank you for writing this week. But nah, there were a couple of them that do deserve it this week, man. Like when you when we get to the list, you'll see like what we chose because yeah. all in all, for everything sure. was great. I think the I think the biggest the biggest uh, really story from the last week's power ranking mm. is the new joint making it off chapter one. Yes, sir. Everybody knows you're Mr. Only One Chapter, so. Hey, man, listen. That was a great first chapter. <laughs> yeah, you calling it great? That's crazy. I'm, it was good. It was very solid. I, I, I messed with it. I'm just saying it from the perspective of, like, it set us up really well. First of all, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't seen it in Shonen Jump, we're talking about Super Smartphone. Um, it's It's very, I'll say, inspired. Let me put it like that. It's it's very inspired. It feels somewhat like Death Note. It definitely has those elements of, you know, real world inspiration. Um, oh yeah, this is definitely. I mean, we don't know just yet, but coming from the art style, this is this is like Death Note light. Yeah, Death Note with new technology and not an, and not real chaos. Yeah. They give us a morally sound character off rip. <laughs> oh yeah, Q. Q. He's a he's a very interesting character. He, he reminds he he reminds me of the guy from Classroom of the Elite. He goes in the class. He doesn't take anything seriously. He's very smart. He can, he can get as many answers as he write on any test, but he just chooses to fail and be lazy. His parents are college professors, and he just happens to go home one day after school and finds a, a smartphone in his bag. And this smartphone comes. Essentially, search anything in the world is basically what we said from the preview. But there's a def- there's a definitely a catch to it. It's not like you can search anything. There are some things that are blocked off. You're forbidden to access. However, the more that you search, you build up points and you can get rewards from those points as you search things. So we, we have a little fun story here, man. We are, we just got introduced into our our L, quote unquote, in the second chapter. 
think it's I think this is gonna be a fun one, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, no, I I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's they set like you said, they set themselves up pretty good in this first chapter. I think that um I hate the name of the search system, oh, so yeah. we're just gonna call it Google. Yes. And we're not gonna call it whatever they have it on there. Yeah, uh, I think that the character, um like I said, they set up the character with like kind of some sound morals, but also at the same time you can tell that he isn't afraid to kind of like bend the rules a little bit. Uh-huh. So it's not like he's strictly rigid. There, it seems that there's going to be some fluidity to this character and like how much he's actually going to do and what he wants to do. And so I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what uh, what that's about. Um, yeah, I mean, and I mean, they, I mean, they connected to his past and like you know him dealing with like his little brother who got kidnapped uh-huh. and, and and somehow this phone is connected to it. Yep. And so now he plans to use it to kind of find his brother. He, he plans to use it. Yeah, so they, you know, they give us the over, they give us the overarching goal, so that I mean, you no, know, that allows us to like think like, okay, like there's actually some like, like here's the long term plan for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, within these beginning chapters, obviously we're, you know, we're, uh, you know, understanding that we're just going to be learning about him and adding some new characters. Like um, in this recent chapter, I do enjoy how they've already, you know, they're already introducing. So there's not just him using the phone in the second, in the second chapter mm-hmm. uh, that released this week. They just tell us like, Hey, like he knows there's multiple phone users. Yep. And now we also understand that there is a, a, an objective and a goal amongst all these users. Mm-hmm. So, you know, giving us some platinum in vibes. Yep. Like you said, this is a very inspired manga. Um, you know, and and we're gonna we're gonna see what happens at the end of this because at the end of chapter two we figure out we see that there is another user and how he's using it, which is like shutting down all the power in the city. So yeah. he's obviously on bullshit. Yeah, man, this is like I can't I can't wait to see what this chapter holds for for this upcoming week. Unfortunately, however, didn't make the list for this week. Yeah, didn't make the list this week. <laughs> didn't make the list. There's too many strong candidates for this week. Yeah, man. Um, Hold on, before we fully get into it, was there any news this week? Was there anything that happened? Crazy. Uh, we got the we got the <laughs> Crunchyroll told us that Chainsaw Man is coming. Yeah, they told That's us. It. They said they were going to stream it. They didn't say when. They they let's give us. They at least let us know where to log in. At, <laughs> like we like we had any other choices. Hulu, nah. Netflix, Hulu don't get nothing. Yeah, Netflix would have been the only other one. Does Hulu have any exclusives? Uh, Bakuman. That's probably the only one. And I don't. I, uh, it's a good series, yeah, no but like, cares. yeah, yeah, but like, uh, no one cares. No one's, no one's going crazy uh, over. Bob. I see. Witch Watch uh, got some art done for uh, JJK. Hard. Yeah, that's hard. Let's see. It's really not too much for real. Like, other than oh, Vigilantes is ending. That's that's. I think that's the biggest one. Yeah, Vigilantes ends next week with chapter one twenty six. On May twenty eighth, um, it's about time. But also, it's been a great run. I'm not gonna hold you. Nah, definitely. Um, I think Vigilantes definitely deserves an anime adaption. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I believe that. Um, yeah, I, I just believe they deserve an anime adaption. I think that's just a next big step for them. I think that with my hero and this current story i think that vigilantes will ease the pain for disgruntled fans right now of my hero academia 
I think I think that Vigilantes is doing something right now in terms I mean has done something with this story, even how it ended and all that. Like I think it's done something with that story that that like people who are aren't really happy with my hero, aka me, and like <laughs> forty other people probably. Um but la, it's I think that it's it's something for those fans or you're kinda of just like, all right. You know, I forgive you a bit. I forgive the My Hero verse a bit, <laughs> but the MHA verse. But uh, but no, it's um, no, I count. It's coming to an end. I personally believe a very strong ending too. Yeah. Um, kind of. I mean, there's. I have my. I have my my nitpicks, but we can do that. I mean, it's special enough to deserve its own episode. I'll say that. Yeah, agreed. So stay tuned for that. So, for sure. Um, but nah. Also, that chapter didn't make the list too. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. It ends. It ends on a while. But but no, you know what? I had to quit doing the whole. Listen, only one my hero from now on gets on the list. Man, listen though. <laughs> I mean, for real, for real, <laughs> no, we ain't got no choice. Done. But like, we ain't got no yeah, choice. It's about to be done. But, but <laughs> couldn't do that. Nah, you're not getting that that uh that scapegoat out, buddy. Yeah. But um. <laughs> But no, so this this week's power rankings. Um, no, we're back. This one is for May fifteenth. Uh, taking the number one spot, My Hero Academia. Yeah. Now, I need y'all just for about like the next five minutes to disregard anything I've ever said about My Hero Academia because I want y'all to know I still stand on it. You just gotta talk about present. You gotta talk about present moments. I still stand ten toes in what I say, but we're talking about the present moment. We are talking about the here and now. We are talking about this current chapter, and this is one of Horikoshi's best chapters in ages. Yeah, I I, I can agree, and it's something that we've been waiting. This is his for. best. This is his best chapter since the war arc, since since the void in the war arc. Like when Shigaraki and Deku first fought. Mm. No, best chapter since uh best chapter since the Endeavor uh, in the hospital chapter. When he sees his wife for the first time. Shit. I would even say some of the some of the Star and Stripe fight is actually not that bad either. Yeah, see now we're pushing it up. You see what happened? Nah, it's better than this is better than anything in that Star and Stripe fight. Endeavor in the hospital is the last chapter. I was really like, "Damn, this is really crazy." Someone's gonna pull up some receipts on me too. It's gonna be sick when they hear this. Please don't. I probably said I probably pray some chapters after that, but most memorable coming off the top of my head right now, best chapter since Endeavor in the hospital, seeing his wife for the first time. I mean, it um, still plays into the theme because we finally, we finally, we've been building up for this moment, man. Like for so long, the brothers fighting, clashing. Todoroki getting into his bag, showing the fruits of his training while Midoriya was off being rogue. He was working on his own ability to combat Dobby, man. Um, it's just, it's everything just hits about this chapter when it comes to the Todorokis, man. Uh, I, I really enjoyed how they, how they pushed this chapter. I finally understood, like, you know what's crazy is by the one you were talking, it kind of clicked for me why I like this chapter so much. I love fights where niggas just go straight to the powerful, most powerful move. It was just like, <laughs> F it. Let's just see who's the most powerful. Let's just get this out the way. There's no need for us to do anything else. Yeah. Charge up to 100%. I'm going to charge up to 100% and just let's try to like see who can kill each other in the first blow. Yeah. That's just like a, like, this is like, 
this is Brock Lesnar Roman, like, you know, this is like a Brock Lesnar match. Like, we're not finna go like 20 minutes, bro. We're not not doing all that. We're not going, we're not not getting 30 minute, 40 minute matches from you, bro. Mm -hmm. We're going straight to finishers. That's all we're doing. I'm gonna hit you seven. I'm gonna hit you with seven F5. That's the only move I'm gonna use. Like, see, like, that's the type of. Definitely just those are the type of things I like, bro. Like, let's get straight to it, man. And they did, man. They really just threw them hands, especially Dobby. Dobby was about that action, man. Oh, yeah. My man crowd on all four started crawling. <laughs> I'm crying. My man is wicked. <laughs> I wouldn't fight. You can't be fighting no guy that'd be just crawling on all fours. Hell nah. That's a crackhead move on the low. <laughs> I think that's why they, they ain't fuck with Koichi so day. much. Niggas like, bro, why do why are you crawling on the ground? The crawler. <laughs> He at least had a name to go with it. My man Dobby just got on all fours like it was natural to my man. <laughs> I think it was about to start doing some Capicora or whatever it's called. America's best dance crew. Oh, man. He was about to go start going crazy, man. But no, nah, the fight, I mean, I think the fight was good. I think they did the setup perfectly with Shoto. Like, really, you know, the callback to, to you know, him and Deku's first moment of, uh-huh. at the UA tournament where he talks about, like, this is your power. Him... You know, yep. Um, you know, him explaining how he got to the point of his power, him just like making it his own. Um, I like the part where like they they essentially give you like a, a sensory tale that is different because uh, who was it that came up and touched the, the, his flames? It was like, see, his flames aren't hot, but pretty much though, like they give you a sensory tale to be like, okay, this is different. Um, you know, they go into the battle, like I said, it's not nothing long, nothing doesn't, you know. They're getting straight to it. They're talking shit back and forth a little bit. You know, Shadow's like, man, listen, I know I'm a little bro, and I know you may be mad, but F it, you still family. I, and as a brother, I just got to beat you up right now. Sometimes you got to do that to your siblings and your brothers and your family members and the people that you care about. Sometimes the people that you love need an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Um, you got to whoop their ass out of love. Exactly. Um, and that's what he's doing here. You know, Dobby's still talking crazy. You know, they, 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 they slug it out. Uh-huh. And then I don't know what happened though, but my man, my man Shoto, went up another level. Damn. He went up another level. He had to hit my he hit my man's with a mean body shot. Yeah, a mean one. It was nasty. That was crazy. He froze the entire town over too with that shot. Like, oof, that's wild, bro. That body shot was wild. I also fuck with how the the flame sword, the the ice cold sword or whatever that he used, it was kind of crafted in the in the same style as Endeavor's flash fire fist when he first shows it off. Yeah, like that was kind of dope, man. Just a, a good all around chapter from from Shoto, man. Like he really he really rocked his brother. That shit crazy. Oh, man, he punched the shit out that man, man. He did what he got to do. I feel it. Sometimes you got to do that to a nigga, man. You just got to punch a nigga, bro. Got to love. I gotta beat your ass out of love, um, but no. Nah, but like I said, overall an amazing chapter uh, this week. Definitely deserves that number one spot. Um, but I once again, like I told y'all, like I still stand ten toes on what I've been saying about MHA. Don't let one chapter fool you guys. All right? <laughs> don't don't think it's sweet around here because it's not. I'm not. We we not playing about that. Um, next up, Sakamoto days for number two. Um, another really fun chapter. Yeah. Uh, 
it's uh yeah, just a fun chapter. They're still fighting. Yeah, Sakamoto pulls up at the VR, end. VR man, but Sakamoto pulls up because his little homies are getting their ass with mm-hmm. Shin's getting his ass beat. Shin, like, bro, why are you here trying to help me? It was like, bro, I need you to distract. He was like, I need you to distract me. You know what? Shin should be the most mad at the end of this chapter. He's over here getting beat up, so the dude that he's tag teaming with can like load up his power. Mm-hmm. He finally gets his power loaded up, and he gets killed immediately. I mean, so Shin's like, bro, all my hard work just down the drain. Nah, not even like he was doing work in the beginning though, because like he was he ended up copying his moves. He was he was listening through his headset yeah, he got, to like, like, he got, like he got like thirty seconds of like okay, like you know I can get like okay, I got it, like pow pow pow. The next thing you know, dude was like, all right, enough funny games. Hey, <laughs> just blew this his body off. Hey, I I think he'll be. Well, I don't know if he's gonna be okay from that, but <laughs> he was holding his own. He ain't. <laughs> Man, you know what? This is what this is what my man's did to him. Oh hell. This is what my man's did to him. Oh hell. Put my man in a shit bag. Put my man in a shit bag. Shout out to Ply. He's one of my favorite Ply songs. <laughs> That's that's crazy. I'd be pissed if I was Shane. But nah, Sakamoto pulls up. Yeah. Came in just in time. Still nothing but fits. Still nothing but fits. Yeah. Uh but yeah, nah. So, uh, so Sakamoto Days gets number three. Uh or number two. Mm-hmm. Spy Family gets number three. Yep. Um that chapter was amazing. Finish off the Lloyd flashback. That was definitely that was definitely some heat, man. I really dig it, man. I like we we get more Frankie. We see that he was on the op side, man. But he he we can see Frankie's a real ass friend. Well, not like a real ass friend, but like you know, Frankie really the nigga that gave Lloyd perspective. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So like I understand why I understand why Lloyd like fucks with Frankie. Like I think that's I think that was the biggest thing I pulled from this chapter. Yeah, like why Lloyd fucks with Frankie so heavy. Uh huh. Because he he went he flashed back to his dad when he realized that. Uh, when he had the conversation of, I want to kill the Austians. I want to, you know, defeat the op side. His dad's like, have you ever met them? Do you even know what they look like? They ain't even did nothing to you, boy. Like, what you doing? And yeah. he has the conversation with Frankie. They get they get together. They bond a little bit, you know. And we end off the chapter pretty much with Lloyd waking back up. And he's back with Anya and your because uh, he passed out after Anya told him that she got the little bolt and got marked off. So we're back. We're back. We're back to the main story. Huh? Yeah, back to the main story. I think the big another big thing too is like you know you actually see how Lloyd joins the army. Mm-hmm. And I like how they I like how they block out his real name. Yeah, so you never really know it. I know that big reveal is going to be amazing. Gonna be looking at yours eyes and telling her. Oh, finally show. I will say that the the crazy thing that I don't know if it was necessary or not was his friends pulling back up that he thought died 
just for them to go. Oh, just to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Just to really kill him? Like right out there? I fucked with him. That broke him, though. That broke him. That's what really broke him. It broke him the first time. It's like, damn, I shouldn't have known y'all was alive. But no, but it's just like, but it's just like, now he, once again, he got the perspective of they went and just died for nothing. Yeah. Like before, like he thought, like his, like, you know, he saw his friends as martyrs. He's like, man, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all died for the cause of the war. But then, nah, really, he just they they wasn't just, they wasn't prepared. They they wasn't ready for none of that. They got smoked for nothing. They got smoked for nothing. But not, nah, I mean, but once again, I broke them. That's what broke them. Yeah. Nah, it was a really great chapter <laughs> though. Like I said, we get like getting his complete backstory. I think it was just really cool. I think it was just a well told story. Well told story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Number four. I had a fight for this. Oddly enough, yeah, it's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. Let's just get into the big reason in which why you were you were you know fighting fighting against it for a second. But okay, in this chapter we get essentially we get the conclusion to Kaido versus Luffy, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a really good conclusion. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought the Kaido backstory was amazing. That's that's my biggest thing. I think the Kaido because here's the thing: we've been waiting for the Kaido backstory for so long. We've been getting glimpses of it. Here and there through other people's flashbacks. We got it through Yamato. We got it through King. We got, I think, a partial moment with Big Mom in in it at some point. Like, we've been getting hints of the flashback here and there. And now that we finally see, like, Kaido in his younger days, uh, we see that he was a, a army soldier. He was whooping niggas' asses at 10 years old. And when he's 15, he ends up getting sold off by his country to join the Marines. But... He didn't want to do that because he wasn't trying to be a military dog. Um, man's is hungry. He he <laughs> he gets locked up on purpose just to get him free meal and then breaks out. You know what I'm saying? Real G shit. But like. Hey, my man hit a J to get him. <laughs> like, I know niggas will go to jail, nigga, just to get their teeth fixed. That's what my man said. He said he just needed three hots and a cot. Dead ass. Like. But my thing with the the flashback is it just jumps around through the different points of his life a little bit too much. Like it wasn't consistent enough. Like we get in the same arc about 10 plus chapters of Odin, Roger and Whitebeard. And we got at least like three or four with Big Mom back in Whole Cake. So, I mean, like we've been waiting for Kaido to pull up. We've been waiting for his flashback, man. And it just feels like we only got all of this settled in within this one chapter. And I know for a fact that they're like Oda is holding off to, um, because he ain't want to show off no, none of the rock stuff because that's really important to, to the end of one piece. But it's just the fact of like, damn bro, you ain't have to hop around so much. We just, we just blitz through this nigga childhood. Like we could have at least seen like, but but like my thing is this though, is like, I think, I think the, 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 the defining factor for me for Kaido is a simple fact that he's a savage beast. And in terms of this nigga don't care about shit but war and, and, and all that. And like for me, when thinking about how would I want a person of his caliber, a person of his character's backstory to look, I don't need this nigga to have some type of emotional type or long-winded like background story. Like his background story was this nigga was an absolute monster as a youngin and even as a kid, like they were talking about this man and then he gets, you know what I'm saying? Then he goes to jail and then he does, you know, then he becomes a pirate and like he joins a crew and he starts, you know what I'm saying? He starts making a name for himself. If it, like, it, it's just going through that. And like, also you kind of see a little bit of beef of why he had beef with Odin from the jump. 
and like but that's um, the thing though it's like we get that and that's cool but how can i say this it's like we got parts of kaido already understood because he was already talking to yamato and some of the other folks about like you really can't trust humans humans will do you dirty like everybody is all about betrayal and we see it in this flashback it's because like he was betrayed by his country as a kid they tried to sell him off just so they could have a seat at the reverie and join the celestial dragons and shit so it's like this nigga has already been betrayed, so we see his views as a young kid. But I just want to see him with, like, you know, when did he have Yamato? When did, like, a little bit more about his relationship with Black Whitebeard or something, man. Like, all we see that is he was a soldier for this kingdom. I don't want that, though. I don't care about that. I don't care. I don't care what he knocked up so shorty. <laughs> like, I'm going to be real. Like, I don't care that he had a kid. I don't care that he was he was cool with certain things. You like, might no, not care, but those things have, not. like, you might not care, but those things actually <laughs> make a point in One Piece at some points, man. Because we, we're going to have Yamato join the crew. There are things that Oda does intentionally, which is why I'm not too upset about it. Like, he did this intentionally, and I'm glad that we finally get to the end of this fight and, like, Luffy rocks this nigga when he asks him, like, you know, what kind of world do you wish to live in? I like the fact that he knew Joy Boy was going to be the one to kill him. Yeah. Like, that was hard to me. Like, the fact that he kind of just knew, like, this is the only, like, that's the only thing in this world. Like, you know who Joy Boy is? The only man that can beat me in this world. He's like, so the rest of you is better step down. Y'all scare me. That was hard. That was tough. I'm saying, man. I, and that's why I fuck with it. But, like, I just wanted more from the flashback. Goofy punches him out. That's it. That was great. I thought it was, I thought it was great. But you know what? Man, to each day on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, though. I really had a fight for it. I had a fight for One Piece to be on the top four. It's crazy. Usually, I'm I'm trying not to be biased. Yeah, usually. <laughs> yeah, usually you're not. Usually, I'm like, bro, you got to calm down. That's crazy. Um... Just for uh five six Ayashiman and Kaiju number eight, just both really high action packed um yeah. chapters. Um Ayashiman, we get like to I see said, the like, the fruits of Maru's labor. Like we see him. Yeah, we get to see the fruits of his labor, but then also we just get to see how crazy demons are. Yeah. I like that he be taking L's too, and then you gotta bounce back from him. Yeah. Um uh, he be re- like he. They really. I like that the fact that he's a manga character, like a manga fan as a character, because they write him kind of in a Goku kind of way. Yeah. Where it's like he, there's really nothing more to him than the fact that he can fight. I'm like that's cool, but like he's also a manga head, so I can understand why he like his care, like why he is the way he is. Like he already molds, like he already molds himself as a manga character. Yeah. So they like lean super hard into it. Yeah. Um, I also got to talk about last week's but, uh, chapter when they were doing the silent library fight in the in the hotel. That shit was kind of funny. Oh yeah, that was hard too. <laughs> that was too hard. That was too tough. Yeah. Um, then Kaiju number eight, like I said, just another action packed chapter. Reno's fighting um, the the Kaiju still, and he's kind of going over lower, like overboard in terms of how much power he's outputting. He's killing himself. We kind of start. We learn a little bit more too about the Kaiju weapons mm-hmm. and like what they actually do to the user's body. Yeah. Um, and you know, we see him kind of reach a breaking point. Then we see his friend come and, and attempt to help him out. So that was a really great chapter too. Yeah. Or a really good chapter. Um, you got any thoughts on that one? Oh no, it was definitely solid. I, I do appreciate them. Like it, this is Reno's moment. And then we also get the other guy who was kind of hating on Reno in the beginning, 
but he's here. To- he wasn't really hating, but he was like, dang, I used to be the top dog. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. He was just sulking in his feelings yeah. on the battlefield. You can't be doing that on the battlefield, though, bro. Somebody could die. But this is why he came in to say the date. That's why I'm not even mad at it. Like, this man stepped up. So, you know, it was. Yeah, that's for sure. He got out of his feelings soon enough. It's going to be easy to get out your feelings when bullets and trees, <laughs> or not bullets, but like trees and a monster is attacking you. Yeah. You got them feelings quick, yeah. boy. You're going to die. Exactly. Um, Number seven. Tough. Number seven. Tough. Tough. Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm happy he's here. Are we looking at better days now? That's my biggest thing. Are we fine? Do we finally think that we're about to start seeing better days? I think as, J- as Jujutsu Kaisen fans, we've been kind of seeing some dark days. A couple, these past few, uh, this entire arc, <laughs> this entire arc, we've been seeing some dark days. I'm not going to say we that, my, but like. We learned my man's isn't as good as freestyling as we thought he would be. <laughs> my nigga said, I'm going to come back. You know what happened? We got, we really got a, we, we, we got played. You want to know how we got played? It's because when we did the Maki mess up, we were like, oh, this thing is cold. Like, nigga, bro, these are just rough drafts. Uh, like, it looked like it fit right in with the story. So we thought, like, oh, man, this thing is just night. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we finished out that strong. So, like, going into this, we're like, okay, like, we about to really see something. And uh, this chapter was something, yeah, nah, like, I will say that. Like, the last few, it's crazy because we've been waiting and we've been clamoring about where is Hikari? Where is Panda? What are they doing? We finally get Hikari. This is some bullshit. What the fuck is this nigga domain experience? Why are we reading this like this? Then we get into Panda here. And I'm glad Panda is the one to kind of reel us back into the story, even though he's about to damn near get taken out of the story. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're in better days, though. Like we get Panda. Yeah, we definitely are. We get Panda. Um, you know, he give us some exposition. He says like we're looking for Angel on this side. Hikari got lost along the way. Let me go and handle business. Hops off of this uh this little tanker, and he runs into one of the older sorcerers from Sakuna's days, and he has to go back and pretend to be a panda. Of course, dude is like, "Hey yo, is that a player over there?" Kogana answers like, "Yeah, that's a player." Immediately rocks this nigga. Like it's it's a one sided fight from that point it's on. It's not. Yeah, it's <laughs> not even just. He beat the crap out of Panda. It, like, did Panda get a blow in? That was literally um, what was the NBA game that just happened that where niggas was up by forty? Oh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he definitely got he did. Uh, yeah, he definitely that definitely happened. That definitely happened. My man's, my man's got beat like that. Yeah, that shit crazy. That's ridiculous. He he really got beat, bro. Like he really got beat, and he was copping please too. He he was copping please too. He was like, man, no, no support. Yeah, dog. yeah. Come on, man. I got a family. Don't kill me, man. I just want to make it home. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> nah, Panda not that pussy, man. Panda not that. Panda. Like, Panda. Bro, he saw his dad get murdered. He saw his dad get murdered in front of him and didn't even kill like the murderers. I'm saying, man, Panda ain't like that. He ain't Panda. Panda been set up to be soft, bro. I mean, low key, uh, low key, uh, who's shorty that was with, uh, that was with Hakari when they when they went up in his lair. Oh, um, Kiara went up to the Fight Club. Bro, Kiara was putting hands on him. Yeah. 
Yeah, bro, man. Hey, listen, Panda might be suspect, bro. I mean, we <laughs> Panda really not might need to listen. He really not him, or he really not. Is he him? He, he's they. He really he's, not they. <laughs> he's really not they, bro. They not who they say he's they really are. Not they. Yes, they is not who they say they is. Uh. Man, but he got he got smoke. But the reason why, once again. AD brought up a really great point in the chat in terms of although we may not be a fan of some of the elements of this chapter, it feels like a good reset. And it feels like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're back on track. This fight, yeah, we're kind of back on track a bit. You know, we're like, so, like, Sakuna's name's getting brought up more. Like, you know, you, you can start telling that there's some there's an actual mission at hand. I think before, I think that was my biggest issue is just like a lot of things were going on, but it was kind of like, how is this conducive to the whole the mission as a whole? Like, yeah, because if you think about like, you got to a point, though. Oh, you go ahead. I was about to say, you think about like Utah section, like we really didn't get too much from that as far as like storytelling. We got like maybe world building because of, you know, we get um the other sorcerers and their backgrounds along with Utah's and you know, that's all cool, but that wasn't like the, the overarching story or goals that we were working towards. And then we get Hikari and we just jump in with this, with this manga artist, bro. Like there was nothing about the story there. We were just vibing with Hikari the whole time. And we learned more about his moves. That's really it. We ain't get nothing else from that. So that's why I'm like, we're back with Panda. We get, Sakuna name drop. We get Angel name drop. We're we're reeling back into where we're actually supposed to be going with this story. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly what you said. I agree with ten percent. You you explained it better than I can. Because yeah, it just felt that he was doing too much. It felt that like he was doing too much. It felt that it got to a point where he was just doing so much that even us as fans kind of forgot. Like why? Like why are we here? Like why yeah. am I here? Like what is what is going on? So this felt like a great reset. I mean, seeing Panda get beat up was hilarious. <laughs> Nigga really got I, it was, it was great. It was great man. how he ripped off his arm and he had like the, the teddy bear stuff in all. Like I thought on. he was going to do a full shoulder throw. This nigga just said, "Nah, oh, y'all." <laughs> I'm gonna just take your whole arm. Shout out to my man's bro. He, he did his thing. Um, yeah. I mean, that's JJK though. Another yeah. a solid chapter. Something that we could look forward to. Or like giving us something. Um, last but not least, undead unluck. Somebody dies. So yeah. one of the homies dies. The yeah, that's why you make the list. If someone dies, uh, you already know. If someone dies in the chapter, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna make my list. Yeah, it's gonna make, it's gonna be in there somehow. I'm gonna put it on there just for you, Mangaka, that are listening and hearing me out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bring more death. Put more death. In. Yeah, for real, bro. Listen, you kill somebody in your manga, it's automatically getting on the big eyes power rankings. Um, not nah, good chapter. You can, you know, you see, uh, undead talking to the victor. Mm-hmm. So he's he's having a, what you call it? He's having a uh, a little uh, introspective like moment, like. So last week we were really fighting against Rip because we got his whole backstory about how he became, you know, un I forgot his power, uncut or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they were invited to actually kill Andy so that they could board the arc. But 
as they do so, Andy gets wild. He goes berserk mode, you know what I'm saying? And him and Lotla end up actually, you know, taking him out. But there's a key to his undead power in which that if he switches with Victor, like all of his damage gets healed because those attacks essentially aren't meant for Victor. They were meant for Andy. So they exploit that weakness or strength, revive themselves, and while they while Rip and Lotla think that they actually want to fight, as Andy gets up like in a zombie mode, standing over Rip, he's like, you know, Lotla, you can rest easy. Like, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that we make it on the arc and we can go save her and everything. But shit don't go that way. Andy goes crazy, breaks Rip's arms and legs, and then just blasts him and just kills the man. You know what I'm saying? It was it was crazy. It's a it's yeah, a very it insane chapter. Yeah, a very action packed. Um, yeah, very action packed week this week, which yeah. I really enjoyed. It was super fun. But yeah. we are now here at the end of the Big Eyes Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode. Make sure, as always, you are subscribed and following the Lookout RNC, and make sure that you are subscribed to RNC Radio Live. Um, Ad, what's the sign off? You already know. Please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout only on the lookout for the Big Eyes Podcast. Mm-hmm.